You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. I'm Chris Horwadell, joined by Mario Hines. Mario, feeling a little, a little under the weather today, so I'd like to apologize to you and to all the listeners because I feel like this is going to be a breathy episode. I feel like there's going to be a lot of me breathing into the microphone, and that's never a good thing to hear. I apologize for it in advance. How are you? Give me more breath, just like give me more cowbell. There we go. There we nobody, go. Nobody really wants more cowbell. That's the thing. Like Nobody really wants more cowbell. Oh, we want more cowbell. Do you? Do you all right. Favorite Will Ferrell movie of all time? It's hard because there's some that... There's peaks and valleys for for all of them, but I guess. God, give me a group. Give me a group. That's what we're here to. We're here to talk Will Ferrell movies. That's what we do oh, on the oh, Underdog oh, NFL oh, show. Oh, oh, oh. And I, I think you know that. Yes. Um, give me, give me your. Let's just let's 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 figure I mean, this Talladega out. Talladega Nights is hard to beat. There's just moments where I'm like, uh, um, Step Brothers. I think the end lulls. Um, okay. Those are the top two for me. I'm not an old right. school guy. For me, number one, Anchorman. No question. Oh, I've never seen it. never seen it. You've never seen Anchorman. I know, I know. And people say it's their number one, and I've never seen Anchorman. Anchorman's one of my favorite comedies of all time, legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we watch it? How do we justify watching Anchorman and calling it an episode of the Underdog NFL show? I'm trying to figure that Ooh, out. What want, man? <laughs> there was. We were gonna do. Like commentary tracks on another show at one point. Uh, I don't know how to make it work. Uh, I like the other guys. I wouldn't say it is one of my favorite. Mm, it's like a, it's, 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 it's yeah. It's not like a top like handful, but it's I've seen the other guys a lot. Always like it. Um, mm. Talladega Nights is good. Uh, Ricky, a lot of quotes in the Ricky Bobby stuff. Don't. A lot of stuff that he does, he'll do smaller stuff and it just gets kind of weird. Old school. Okay, old school is definitely on that group, on that list. That is, old school is probably my number two so far behind yeah, Anchorman. Yeah. yeah I, I don't I don't love old school. I respect it. Well, you're wrong. It's um, he, stole, <laughs> he stole his scene in in um, Wedding Crashers. I, I agree with you there. He stole he, it. He yeah. does show up and that's, that's one of those movies where he just kind of shows up and stuff. Okay. I'm going to, I don't know if I've ever said the, said this on this show and I'm going to, I'm going to admit to something right now, Mario. Okay. I, it was during the, I believe it was during the pandemic. I was just flipping through channels, looking at, looking for something to watch. And I came across a film called daddy's home. And I was like, Oh, Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg. Never heard of this before. Weird. Cause I pay attention to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Turned it on. It killed me. It just, it, it utterly killed me. I loved it. I've watched, oh, I actually started with Daddy's Home 2 for the rel, for the, the important part of the story. Sorry. Excellent. There is a sequel. I started with Daddy's Home 2, uh, where, where Mel Gibson, who is, let's not get ourselves problematic, but ignore that for a moment. <laughs> and and uh, John Lithgow played Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell's parents, respectively, in the film. John Cena's in it. Yeah. It, dude, it, freaking killed me i thought it was <laughs> i laughed out loud a ton um i've had people watch it since then and they're like didn't want to tell you i watched it 
didn't want to didn't want to disappoint. <laughs> I'm 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 reaching really really deeply right now trying to figure out if I've ever heard of this fucking movie. And by the way, if uh if we were looking at the odds on bavadasportsbook.com about whether or not we'd be talking Will Ferrell movies in the first four movies for four minutes here of the NFL show, then I think the it would be a pretty heavy like yes would be like plus plus 6000. Absolutely. Absolutely. The the one person that would be willing to make that unlikely bet is would be sitting pretty right now. <laughs> That's exactly right. Daddy's Home I'm this is I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes list of all Will Ferrell's movies. Daddy's Home 1 comes in at 30%. Uh follow then we we really go down. Semi Pro is on there 23%. Daddy's Home 2 21%. Um The House which I thought was just terrible. Wait, what is that? That is, that is uh, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler play a couple whose kids go to college and they they turn something in their ha- their home into a casino, maybe? Oh, completely, completely whiffed on that one. I missed it. Oh, <laughs> Holmes and Watson. Oh, I, I oh. actually want to see that. Mario, one Don't. of the worst movies I've ever seen Don't. in my life. Okay, okay. And I love Daddy's Home too, with a, a burning fire. Do not watch it. Uh, and and I have a weird connection to kicking and screaming. The, the oh the soccer joint. Yeah, I have a weird connection to it because it was one of the like okay. I'm just not trying to be a downer here. Anybody who's listened to the show has probably heard me talk about this. In 2008, we had a we had a major fire in my house. Yeah. Basically like lost everything. Yeah. And all I had was like a handful of handful of movies and stuff. So I watched those movies a lot because I watched stuff to go to sleep. And I didn't have another option at that point. So Kicking and Screaming and Kung Fu Panda, I've probably seen oh man, a hundred times each. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, are, I, I'm uh, still Kung okay Panda's, with kicking and quality, though. It is. I noticed you didn't say kicking and screaming and Kung Fu Panda are quality. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's try and get let's try and get this top five real quick. Okay. Give you three strikes. It, Will Ferrell's top five best reviewed movies on Rotten Tomatoes. And I mean, I, we've I, said I, them all. I, we definitely have not. We have said. I can't give you that hint. <laughs> But I will, but I will tell you to remember that he is also a voice actor. Although I don't, I don't remember that is not relevant to this. Thank you, thank you for that. Okay, it's <laughs> smoking okay, gun. Two of them are animated movies. He plays a real life character in them. That's crazy. Um, Top five best reviewed Will Ferrell movies. Heard you. I don't remember his animated movies, so I'm stuck. But Elf? Elf, number two, 85%. Yeah. Which is actually, I like Elf a lot. I think um, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, I'm not a Christmas movie person. That's the only reason why it didn't. It doesn't shine for me. But when I'm forced to watch it, I... Mario I, hates Christmas. We got it. I mean, I won't even I won't even buck against it. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, it's got it's got to be Step Brothers. Step Brothers, not, not on the not list, fun. comes in at... Oh boy. <laughs> okay, don't. 
comes in at number 19, 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Okay, so Anchorman. Anchorman, number one, comes in at yep. 15, 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So that's but two. I, of the I, I will five. give you a. I will you give you a gimme. I said Anchorman one comes in at number fifteen. Oh, Anchorman two is better. Not in my not in my world, but in the world of Rotten Tomatoes, it's his number five best reviewed movie, seventy five percent. Well, we can give up now because I don't remember the two animated movies he voiced actor did. Well, we got one more on that list, and I have mentioned it. Old school. Other guys, number four, seventy. Other guys is really good. You're right. Other guys is good. I didn't know what Rotten Tomatoes gave it gave, cared that much. Coming in at number three, the Lego Movie Part Two. Oh, eighty four percent, and coming in at number one, the Lego Movie. Yeah, ninety six. Those are great movies. They are absolutely great movies. You know what else has been great, Mario? This season's this, this NFL Football, season is huh? freaking weird, man. <laughs> I don't get. It's it's so weird. I'm looking. I'm looking at the the futures of Pavada right now, and like I don't even understand it. The your Detroit Lions, buddy, plus two thousand, the number seven team in football with the best odds to win the Super Bowl. Win it, <laughs> win it. <laughs> By the way, I think this is. Uh, I also saw a list on ESPN today talking about who was going to win the NFC, and it was uh, it was San Francisco, Philadelphia. Detroit top three. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction that we're just completely throwing the Cowboys out. Yeah. I mean, I think the Lions are a top three team in the, in the NFC. I think that. Do you think they're better than the Cowboys? I think that we're a better matchup for the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't. They definitely don't play the Cowboys this year, right? Because we, oh, we, we do. don't play you guys. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. December. It'll be a throwaway game, likely. We don't. Is that just the. Uh, the. The. The same place game because probably I don't think we play you guys this year. No, right? we don't. Yeah, we don't. Huh. I well, I, I now want that game to happen like now because I, I know better. <laughs> I know. Like I don't want to. I don't want to wait until the thing happens. But right. <laughs> you know the. But I would rather do it right now so that we could settle it. Uh, by that time, like I said, I think. It'll be a throwaway where both teams are just trying to make sure make sure they are good for the playoffs. But well, Cowboys not going to win that division, so I don't no, know. Throwaway not. might not be fair. That's true. That's true. But we're winning, de- we're winning the North. Like the there, and, and it's it sucks only only in if there were a such thing as I don't know what the I don't want to say opposite of moral victory is, but attaining it's real victory, attaining it's a real victory, just a real victory. Yeah, yeah, like. We're we would win the North if it was as strong as we thought it was going to be at the beginning of the season. Slightly, I mean, with the Vikings losing Jefferson, it makes them. It just makes the North nothing. So as of this moment, the Cowboys would be with three wild card teams. Cowboys, how many teams make the playoffs now? Three wild card teams, right? That's right. Mm, yeah, I'm not like I I have no. not been sleeping. No, you you you're correct. Okay, I thought so. I haven't been sleeping a lot lately, and I felt like if I said it with confidence, I could brush over it. But then, <laughs> dude, you're not even kidding. Uh, so they would be they would be tied for that five six, because no, they wouldn't be. The they'd be tied for six because you have the division winners, 
in Philadelphia, Detroit, Tampa Bay, and San Francisco right now. The Seahawks, because I think we all saw thought that was real, would be the top wild card team at three and one right now. And the Cowboys would be tied with the Falcons and the, the Saints what? for that other wild card spot. By the way, nothing I just said makes any sense. No. <laughs> like Bucks winning the division, Falcons, Saints, wild card teams, Seattle, a wild card team. I mean, it's weird because the Saints are like, hmm. The Saints are just above, like they're they're also they're at what I thought the Lions were at in that tier. They're not as good as where the Lions were at before they became a legitimate good team. Where it's like you're an okay team, you're the top of the okay teams. Right. The Saints aren't the best okay team, but they're an okay team as opposed to a bad team. It's just that they they must have the Pats must be bad. <laughs> How do you feel about the Panthers? Because. Uh, the Panthers, to me, might be the worst team in football. I know record-wise, they actually are the worst team in football. And it's just... <laughs> sometimes a trade works, and sometimes it doesn't. And with quarterbacks, it takes a while to figure it out. But right now, with how it's breaking down, like it looks like the Panthers could have traded... Okay, let's address what, they, what they've actually traded so far. They traded the number nine pick in DJ Moore... The number nine pick was Jalen Carter. So they've traded Jalen Carter and DJ Moore for Bryce Young. And add on to that, right now they've traded the number one pick in the draft and the rights to select Caleb Williams, arguably the best quarterback prospect in the last 15 years. That's a heck of a trade. I have an issue with that that, that moniker we just crowned Caleb Williams. Uh, What's your issue? 15? Oh, I He is... To me, he is. I get the special. prospect part. Like I get, I, I'm not. I, I, I'm not saying like as a prospect. I get how it's closer to that than it's not. Yeah. It's just my good. Like I would have to like the the. It's the more the 15 that's getting me. I get that he five for sure. You know, I would just have to see who's on that list, which we don't have to do. But I'm really. Oh, we. You, if you think we're not, then you're. <laughs> absolutely kidding took yourself. the bait thank you absolutely kidding yeah. yourself who, who i okay who are uh, last 15 drafts man last 15 drafts and we're just talking about again as a prospect yes we're not talking about what they've done yeah let's uh we'll just go better or you know yeah in the same conversation yeah oh this this is grading the last oh that's not what i want this is this is all the information i need but scattered in a weird place Got it. Uh, hold on. Let me just do a search. 2023. Uh, okay. So obviously nobody in that last draft. Would we agree with that? The Bryce Young. Yes, 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 draft. yes, yes. That's the whole point of yeah, what's happening now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Prior to that, 2022, you had Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, get, yeah, and yeah, Sam yeah. Howell. No, no one's in the same breath. Yeah. Uh, 2021. Okay. Trevor Lawrence is in the conversation, obviously. Yes. yes. Past that, Zach Wilson. Trey Lance, okay. uh, Justin Fields, fine, fine. yeah, <laughs> Ian Book, Davis Mills, fine. Um, twenty twenty is Burrow, Tua, Herbert, and I mean they're obviously the top guys. Look, Burrow, Burrow. Wh- wh- I'm trying, Burrow, I, and, and I, this is a question. Burrow? This is a yeah. question, not a, not okay. a. I, I get that Burrow was a solid, the solid number one by yes. the time, but. Uh, 
it wasn't it wasn't this spectacular. Uh, it wasn't Caleb Williams spectacular, right? Like it wasn't. It was one year wonder thing too. That's that would be my yeah. only concern with Burrow. I think Burrow. Yeah. Burrow had maybe the greatest season in college, a college football quarterback in you know recent history, mm-hmm. but it was a one season thing. Yeah, so that that slowed the with the machine of Caleb Williams draft process. Okay, okay, all right, we're we're tracking still, and I would even say like Lawrence is in the conversation, but um, it was a different animal. High school sports was a different animal than it is now in the sense that it was a little bit more cool to be like a generational quarterback in high school. Now, like there's too many voices. Tell that to Jimmy Clausen. You're right. <laughs> what a name. Jimmy so yeah, I, I think Trevor Lawrence has a longer mystique, but I, I don't think bigger. You're right. All right. Okay. Uh, 2019. Guess I'm taking notes as I'm doing this. You should. 2019. Is Kyler, Daniel Jones, Haskins, and Drew Locke? Okay. I don't think I don't right. think we have any competition there. Nope. Uh, 2018 gets us Baker, Darnold, Josh Allen, and and Lamar Jackson. So look, you got you got Josh Allen and Lamar out of that, but they were not. They, no, 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 no. They they failed. I mean, Josh. Yeah, they weren't. No, exactly. Prospect. And also, Baker's playing well, so we're not. We can't. We'll take anything away from Baker. <laughs> Sorry. I'm confused. What was the laugh about? It's just because Baker's never really been terrible, even though I attribute that to him. So I laugh when like he is actually prop uh propped up as doing his job, which he mostly has for the for his entire career. Agreed. He gets a, he gets shoulder uh shoulder surgery through wow words uh, <laughs> shoulder surgery after that that uh, Kansas City game, and he is still the quarterback of the Browns. Correct. And 2016 was Goff, Wentz, and, well, boy, well, Dak later, but Mm-mm. Goff and Wentz at, at the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 is Jameson Mariota. No. <laughs> I, think bo- I think both of those guys were very good prospects, but neither one of them was what we would call, like, generational. No, I don't think so. I 14, think we saw the yeah. 14 was Bortles. The Bortles draft. Also, Manziel, Bridgewater, uh, Carr and Garoppolo in that draft, both second-round picks. And, uh, yeah, pretty much it. That was an interesting quarterback draft. That was When I'm taking it back, that was interesting. They tried. It was, in, it was interesting, for sure. It wasn't good. Yeah. But it was interesting. 2013, oh, boy. 2013 gets us EJ Manuel, Geno Smith, Mike Glennon, oh Matt Barkley. I remember and, the QB, the QB missing in the first round, like this time. That's why the Bortles thing. Well, I think that's why it, the next year was so weird. Like they were trying so hard to get us like elite quarterbacks again. Yeah, twelve. Twelve is a good year. Uh, twelve is Luck, Griffin, Tannehill, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Nick Foles, and uh, and Case Keenum undrafted. And also, let's not forget Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon. Um, I would say luck. Luck was considered like luck was considered Peyton Manning esque, which you know Peyton. Man- yeah, yeah. So uh, he's our f- next contender. I think so RG three was. Split. I agree. He's. I agree that luck is in that. He's certainly in that conversation with with Lawrence. Yes. Yes. The, the weird That's thing about luck, though, he had one really good year. I know he was always like just. I, and and tell me if, if if I'm rewriting history here, but it was almost like 
him playing for Stanford was an excuse for sometimes yeah. his numbers or like the film. He had one really good year and he was always interception prone. Yeah. 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 And we still thought he was Peyton in a way. Yeah. Well, I had just, again, because you are kind of colored by, sorry, Philly's up to hit. Uh, you <laughs> colored by the fact that like he was the guy, like we were told Andrew Luck is the next coming at the quarterback yeah. position. And he, look, he was very good team. The team was 11 and five. His first three years as a starting quarterback, though. Yeah. One of those years, he completed 54% of his passes <laughs> and he yeah. had 23 touchdowns to 18 interceptions. That was his rookie year, but still not great. Think, numbers. No, we were still this, the, the retirement I think was had more, just as much to do with still waiting for him to be like the untouchable quarterback that he was touted to be. I think he was getting there, but yeah, yeah, I don't think he ever got there. Another, I just got the notification on Twitter that another arrest warrant has been issued for miles bridges from the Hornets. Jesus, Literally missed all of last year because of domestic violence. And this is allegedly related to a prior domestic violence incident. Yeah, he has a problem. Get him out of here. He's got to get off the street. Yeah, how do you, like, if, like, Charlotte is so dysfunctional anyway, how do you let this guy around the team? I don't, I'll never understand that stuff. But yeah. luck, luck, and you know, like, I'm looking right now, he was a pro bowler four times. He was never a top 20 MVP vote getter. Yeah, man. Like, he was, he was good. He was good. He, yep. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good quarterback. Yeah. And, I mean, he, you know, retired at, 29, so a lot left in the tank, buddy. Mm-hmm. He was good. He wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, but as a prospect, he was certainly great. Yeah. 2011 gets us. Is that Jake Locker in them? <laughs> it was Jake Locker in them and Blaine Gabbard and Christian Ponder. <laughs> yeah. uh, at the top would be Cam Newton and uh-huh. uh, also Colin Kaepernick in that draft. Later, later yeah, on, as a Taylor. prospect, man. Again, Again, taking what actually occurred once they played aside, I think there was it was too split. Like as big as he was, he was a smaller prospect than he was a, a college phenom. Well, and he again he falls into that that borough category for me of one year wonders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't have oh, enough- it was a it was a wonderful year in that one year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, just track it now. God damn it! Because where are we at? Two thousand what? We're in two thousand ten. And 2010 gets us Sam Bradford, Tim Tebow, the aforementioned Jimmy Clausen, mm-hmm. Colt McCoy, Mike Kafka, uh, Joe Webb, and Joe- Sean Canfield. It's weird. Sam Bradford's a great name because he was untouchable in college. Like, minus injuries. Yeah. Like, minus, like, he was it. And I mean, so much so that he still went number one without anything being exceptional mm-hmm. at any one thing. <laughs> Uh, 09 was Matt Stafford, Mark Sanchez, and oh, man, I thought he was going to be good. Rhett Bomar. Rhett Bomar was a high school. He was legend. the high school phenom. Yeah. Exactly yeah. He right. was a legend, man. Uh, where'd he go to school again? Texas? No, Rhett Bomar went to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. But, Oklahoma, but, then, yeah. but then he transferred. And I forget where he went. Did he land it somewhere? Did he land at Tech or what? It was it. I feel like it was Sam Houston State. Oh yes, 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 yes. Rep Bomar was a good high school prospect though. Like I don't know what happened. He was a really good high school. But you know Stafford and and the Sanchez, good prospects, not not elite elite prospects. No. 
uh, eight. We're right there at this point. Oh, eight. Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco, the first two guys taken, and another That's my draft. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! You're right. Okay, way to way to nail it. Fifteen years. Okay, and another another like high school standout who never did anything. Brian Brom from Brian Brom, the Brahms. He was and the Brom of all Brahms. JD Booty and, <laughs> and the you know the number. Okay, great. I'll give you. I'll give you this one. Yeah. You should know this. The number five quarterback drafted in this uh, in 2008, now a head coach. Who was it? Wait, the number five quarterback who's now a head coach. The number five quarterback selected, now a head coach in the NFL. Oh, man, what am I doing here? This should be so easy. Why am I drawing a blank? Oh, my gosh. It is Kevin O'Connell. Yes, 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 yes. He was actually, I liked his film coming out. With San Diego State? Yeah, I liked his film. And uh, last one we're going to do, 2007, Jamarcus Russell and Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn was almost there. He was, like, he was a Brady pretty Qu- big prospect. Brady Quinn went 22. I know, like, I know, like, I know. The year before, didn't he stay too there. long? He stayed the extra year like a fool. Brady just stayed a little too long. For, I agree with that. But you That junior to- year, he was considered like... A savior, a savior of a franchise. Yeah, not at Caleb he, Williams then, level though. So it's then a he, move, he move continued on. to play football. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, okay, so, so there we are. Really quick, quick anecdote about that 2008 draft. Tell us. Uh, I was just uh, at an event, a youth event, out here with another 2008 draft. I wasn't a draftee; I was a free agent. But draftee mm-hmm. Josh Morgan, wide receiver from the Redskins, from Virginia Tech. Okay. Yeah, there you go. You should, okay. Why aren't you leveraging but, these positions and getting us guests? Well, <laughs> this a, this a, still waiting for Barry Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> any day now. Is like, keep, keep, keep getting these emails any day now. Should happen. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I know you did. I forgot about that. Man, that's that is a real like that's a throwback for anybody who's been with us from the beginning. Yes. <laughs> when we we were at one point promised, that's correct, Barry Sanders. And mainly we just got mediocre, sometimes current Michigan State players. Correct. And and now the state of Michigan State football is like, wow, that really was low-hanging fruit. Yeah, I was watching the the, the Eagles 49 the Eagles Rams game and I was like, oh yeah, there's Brian Allen. Mario really fucking hated that interview. Oh my gosh, you remember that? It was yeah. like what I'm like, Chris, it if you wanna if you wanna quote unquote air it, feel free. It was not a good time for me. Well, the thing is, you can't talk to college football players while they're still in college. Correct. They're not ever going to say anything interesting. I was once you're they're done, like shit can go off. Yeah. I I remember the first crazy thing, a lot of crazy stuff. There was <laughs> there was I'm not and I'm not going to pull these names, and I hate that, and I'm I, I'm sorry about that. Although some for the better. Yeah. There was a mission. There was a. There was a Florida State defensive tackle, who along with a much higher rated defensive tackle just got kicked out of Florida state. I think it was for theft. Hmm. And I, I was, <laughs> I kept asking him all about the arrest and shit like that. Cause and sometimes people tell you stuff and I was surprised by how candid he was. And he also mentioned that 
while they did the exact same thing, he had no chance of getting back into Florida State, wherein his much more famous teammate would certainly be playing for the team. <laughs> um, which And was, by the way, correct. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a running back from Wake Forest who was, he was a pretty good player. He was a third or fourth round pick. Cam Akers? No, it wasn't Cam Akers. Uh, this, was, this was way before that. Yeah. This is back... To, to make you feel old, like this is back in that era when we were doing interviews Draft with you, <laughs> and and I was and I was like twelve. Best um, sight ever, by the way. You guys don't know your history. I'm gonna uh, back in my hey. This is a great back in my day episode. You don't know your history, listeners. You don't, you don't know shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I was talking to a Wake Forest running back, and he just basically threw his coaching staff under the bus completely. Wow, just completely. He he's like they misused me. I should have, they should have done this. They should have done that. Can I, I tell like, you something though? I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I yeah. actually through the great vibes through some other college teammates at the time. Cause that during that same time, I heard stories about Wake Forest um, coaching staff though. <laughs> With no, I'm like, not, look, I'm not saying, I'm not <laughs> saying they're wrong. I'm just saying like there is shit. And look, I, I was, a, if I had it to do all over again and I was in a different place professionally, I might've been like, Hey, I'm not going to air that. I'm going to yeah, do you a favor yeah. because yeah. this is going to, this is people are going to hear this and it's going to come back and it's going to make you look bad going into the draft. Yeah. Did not have that position when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I do regret that to some degree, but yeah, like you can't say that shit going into the draft. You don't throw your, your coaches under the bus. Not a chance. Not yeah. a chance. Well, let's do some picks. Let's do some picks. Let's do some picks. Um, where are we? Scrolling through Bavada. I got futures open. I got uh, props, props open. Excuse me. I. All right. Tomorrow night, Thursday night football. The Denver Broncos in Kansas City to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, and Bavada has those Chiefs minus ten and a half. Let's go, Chiefs. Uh, the Broncos. The best thing they did was wear those uniforms. Uh, let's go, Chiefs. Ten seven low. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Excuse me. No, it actually doesn't because the Chiefs still got some work to do. Yeah, they're broken, but they're they're also four and one. They're confusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like well, they're good. Head, they're just not dominant. That? And that's, so they're good. They're just not dominant. You know. In my head, they're worse than they are record wise. Same, same. But I also feel that about the Eagles. So well, you always uh, feel that way about them. You know how it goes. Going to uh, going to the first of the Sunday games, nine thirty a.m. on the East Coast from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, UK. Somehow not the Jaguars. Yeah, the the Baltimore Ravens in well take take on the Tennessee Titans. Bavada has the Titans plus four. Plus four with the Titans. Uh, Coming off of a uh, twenty three to sixteen loss to Gardner yeah. Minshew in the Colts last week. Yeah, and the Ravens just were bums with the with the drop passes. Uh, I mean, let me let me go with Ravens here. It's tough, man. You can't. I doubt they double that back up with how poorly they played offensively. Uh, they can't let Lamar down like that again. That uh, was probably one of the best dialed up games the OC had in a while. Um, so, yeah, let's go. Let's go, Ravens. The Carolina Panthers in Miami to take on the Miami Dolphins in Bavada. Biggest line of the week, I hmm. believe, tied four, pardon me. Minus 14, the Dolphins, the favorites at home at Bavada. They lose their rookie runner. 
but they can they can still Seven score in bunches. Yeah, really really fast guy. Um, but they can like I said, they can score in bunches. And fourteen seems like this is fun. This is a fun team that they're not going to let you down. I don't think them playing bad is them not scoring. So they've got the team that they cannot play their best and skill and still score and win big. So give me the give me the Dolphins to hit that. Yeah, man, the Panthers are not good. Yeah. Um, the Minnesota Vikings in Chicago to take on another team that's just not very good. The Chicago Bears. Bavada has the Bears plus three at home. And uh, for the Vikings, it's all about is Kirk Cousins going to be traded? Is Justin Jefferson going to play again this season? This team is in flux. In flux. Some say tank it out. I say tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, so give me the Bears here who are just playing with more confidence as the Vikings have to f- shake things up in some way. That's going to take away from their ability to f- lock in and maximize what they don't have. So mm-hmm. I'll go Bears here. Three feels right. Um, but if you're a betting man, I mean, you could see them. Yeah, they could win by field goal. They would have to. So, yeah, go Bears. Well, three's a push. So the New Orleans Saints in Houston take on the Houston Texans. Bavada has the Texans. Plus one and a half at home. What a team. What a team. This one's hard for me. This one's hard for me because I don't know how far I'm sliding my chip. I mean, how far am I buying? How how much am I buying this Texans team? And actually, I'm going to go with it here. This is my one. This is their one chance. So I'm actually going to go take the money on Texans. You you know, that one point they'll they'll win the game. There you go. All right. So plus one and a half money line or plus one and five money line. The San Francisco 49ers in Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns. Bavada has the Browns plus seven at home. Yeah, and the Browns aren't bad. It's just they're going against this Niners team who... Well, <laughs> it, might, it might be P.J. Walker at quarterback, too. Ah, yes. See you later. <laughs> Niners win big. What's that line again? Seven. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Niners at the, yeah, with the line. The Seattle Seahawks in Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Bavada has the Bengals minus three at home. I'm going Bengals big here. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this day. Fans, this is a completely biased pick because of the Seahawks, but I actually am believing in the fact that the Seahawks have nothing for this pass um, offense if they are who they say they showed us they are last week. The Washington Commanders in Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Bavada has the Falcons minus two and a half at home. Do you believe in what the Falcons did last week? I don't believe in what they did. I think the Texans aren't good, and I'm so confused by the Commanders. Why couldn't we get to the goddamn quarterback against them when every other team in the NFL can? The Eagles almost set the single-season sack record last year. I, I really do feel like we, the Eagles just felt like they could show up and win. Um, they did, but it just didn't look as pretty as we thought. I'm every time I see the commanders get killed, it just it bothers. I, I see, I see off the deep end, my friend. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> well, I neither do I. I don't believe in the commanders, but I do not believe in the Falcons in such a way that I think the commanders do a weird thing against them as well. So I actually take the commanders here, y'all. You're not expecting the first ever back to back 300 yard passing games from Desmond Ritter. He could, they could win this game without that, but they're not going to win this game, and they're not going to have that. <laughs> yeah, the New England Patriots, another team that's in major flux, in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Bavada has the Raiders minus three at home. Yeah, give me the Raiders here, who seem to slightly, kind of, sort of was figuring stuff out a little bit last week. Uh, I mean, it's good to have Jimmy back, I suppose. Um, For sure. So 
that enough. That enough beats the Pats. Give me the Raiders here. Even though that Packers team is weird and Jordan Love has uh, gone in the wrong direction. Correct. Not uh, not a good direction for him to go. Not the right direction, yeah. Yeah, he was like, ah, early on, um, I throw touchdown passes and not interceptions. And he's like, I'd really like to balance that out now. Yeah, don't believe too much in me, please. <laughs> the Ever the underdog, I appreciate that. The Arizona Cardinals <laughs> head to L.A. to take on the Rams. Bavada has the Rams minus seven at home. It's weird. The Rams are hot, even though they're not good. I'm confused by the Rams, too. That <laughs> for, In that first quarter... Cooper Cup had like five catches for 70 yards or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and the Eagles kept playing outside coverage and just letting him duck inside and kill the kill the middle of that defense, which is kind of mediocre with the lackluster safety play with the injuries and the just bad linebacker coverage. Yeah. And then they kind of just stopped throwing to Cooper Cup. And I mean, obviously adjustments were made, so credit to Sean Desai. But Cooper Cup ends up with only three more catches for the rest of the game after that first quarter. Yeah, I'm I'm combination of adjustments and yeah, this is the Rams. The Rams are are closer to inept inept in the in key moments than um, doing what they need to do in key moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they can just get really streaky. Uh, so they they actually remind me of a of a, a low seated basketball team. Uh, like just can be really <laughs> streaky and not, but still not very good. You know how those like seven seeds are still. I got, good. I got one for you. I got one for Come you. On. The um, early two thousands Milwaukee Bucks, correct? With, with Antoine Walker, Ray Allen, and Big Dog, and those guys, and all. Look, not a great team, but they cannot. They could kill you from three on any night and win a game. Any night, and you're like, what is going on? And then you're like, okay, this is. And then yeah, they go on a, a run of three straight losses. Yeah, that's the Rams to me. Like. They have parts that, I mean, Matt Stafford is that walking, a walking streak, streaky <laughs> winner type. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, in terms of this game, that that will get them the win, even though the Cardinals are not as bad as one would think, just thinking of the Cardinals. The Philadelphia Eagles in New York to take on the New York Jets. Bavada has the Jets plus seven at home. Sucks for the Jets that they get hit with this wake-up call after what it feels like uh, is some stabilization. Um, well, yeah, and, running and into they the lose Eagles. Elijah Vera Tucker for uh, Elijah Vera Tucker for the year, and I believe yeah. Beckham. I can't. As if I have not heard of players before, Mackay Beckham uh, is going to be out as well. It looks like. Whew. Major, very major, uh, and yeah, they don't they don't have they don't have what it takes to they didn't prior, so they definitely don't have what it takes to see a team like the Eagles. So I just you know calling that out, but the Eagles are going to win this one. I get what you're saying. Um, the Eagles are a very 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 good team. They're adjusting, and they're such a good team that this adjusting and some of these adjustments, um, like you said, to make up for some of these areas that aren't elite yeah um figuring out how how to compensate for that has been ugly at times i will say that um, but they're just a good team and, and they get to just be good this week so give me the eagles here i am uh, real worried we'll talk about this one next week but i am real worried about that sunday night game next week where the eagles take on the uh miami dolphins oh man it's just gonna take a few i know we'll talk about next week we're just gonna take a few plays man to find out where how what direction is gonna go in i'll tell you that yeah the uh the defensive backfield has not been a strength for philadelphia this yeah. year yeah the detroit lions head to tampa bay to take on baker mayfield and those tampa bay buccaneers Bavada has baker in those bucks 
plus three and a half at home. Hey, I respect that. I respect this line, Bavada. Shout out to that. Um, because the Bucks are the toughest team they've, they've seen in a while. Matchup-wise, Baker's playing the type of football that would stretch the Lions as I've seen them, meaning that um, they're not going to be able to completely dominate uh, down and distance defensively. Um, and that means that the offense is going to have to be sharp. And, you know, you never know. But give me the Lions here. I think they win, and they win at least by a touchdown. The New York football giants in Buffalo, Sunday night football to take on the Bills. Tied for biggest line of the week. Bills minus 14 at Bavada. Man, what a collapse. Yes. What a collapse. Davo, you've gotta, you've gotta take care of the trenches, man. Like, well, what are you well, thinking? There's just no talent on that team. How about how about Evan Neal, too? Yeah. Coming out like major draft bust. Yeah. And I gotta find I gotta find the quote that he just had this week because he uh he took a dump on his fans which was no uh, way he he said uh he was asked about players commenting on uh, you know uh, the fans commenting on his performance and uh, (laughs) wow way to be likable evan uh he did apologize for this that is the headline of the story he his response why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of sheep neil told oh my gosh the person that's commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? No, you don't go. LeBron was the only one that could go that route, and it's LeBron. And people still were like, even though some applauded. Like, you can't talk down to the fans. That's weird. A lot of uh, It just goes further to show that a lot of people are fair weather. A lot of fans are bandwagoners. By oh that, I mean, I get it. They want to see us perform, Yeah, and I respect all of that, but no one wants us to perform more than us uh yeah it, and then he goes on to say if you boo your home team how much of a fan are you really you're lashing out in the wrong direction <laughs> you're lashing out in the wrong direction neil they're doing it because they you're the they're the reason why you get paid like and i don't know i don't want to like i don't I, I like the balance of like fans come to see players players have what they have because of fans but like this is that's just lame especially when you're thinking up the joint. And our Monday night game. Oh, Bills by a million, by the way. Yeah, I, I thought that was given. <laughs> the Monday night game, Dallas Cowboys in Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Bavada has the Chargers. Two and a half point home underdogs. Two point home underdogs. Two point home, two point home underdogs. I'm conflicted here because, again, you'll hear me talk about matchups a lot now because of how even the field is um, yeah. in terms of like – there's not a lot of great, good to great teams. So, like, it's really based on matchup at this point. And the Chargers are a tough matchup for this Cowboys team unless uh, they can um, – 11 can wreak havoc yeah. and that they can run the ball consistently. Um, I don't know if Dak has play call changing power. Um, it seems like he does, and he's doing – How can he not be Exactly, right? At this yeah, at this, at this point. And it's like – He's 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 uh what's what's the what's the saying is for when you're you're trying to make a play he's trying to make a play instead of letting the game come to him like sort of thing like yeah. you can see it man you can see it uh so with that said I want to go Chargers here against the Cowboys but I also don't believe in Justin Herbert to right. win these type of games yeah I really want I really wanted to like Herbert and he's just it seems like he is uh. I don't know if he's regressed, but he's not taking that next step this year. No, no. It's, 
he's um he's a Pac-12 quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. Remember when that was a thing? Yeah, well, remember, when the, remember when the Pac-12 was a thing? <laughs> What's the fact? Exactly. Yeah, let's start filling the layers. What are you talking about? So yeah, I have to pick someone here. It's two point home underdogs. I think I go Chargers here. Two losses in a row for the boys. No. Yes. Yes. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. I'm not going to. I'm going to. I'm. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going with it. Upset. Upset Chargers. Well, Chargers coming off two consecutive wins over the uh, the Vikings and the Raiders, lost to the Titans, which isn't great, and they lost to the Dolphins, which is understandable. So, yeah, look, hey, uh, no no bigger Chargers fan in, than me this week because uh, it gives the Eagles the chance to take a three-game lead in the division. Yeah. And that's uh, that'd be cool. That would be, be cool. It would feel good for you. That'd be cool. I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd like the 49ers to lose at some point, but... You know Man, that chance not, not going to be this week. McCaffrey doing what he's doing, and I mean, I'll give Purdy his little his little love. Brock Purdy's playing spectacular football. I, I was not sold on him by any stretch of the imagination coming into this year, but the guy, he's he's he, he's a guy. He's like he's the guy, man. Yeah, well, well, I'm such a terrible quarterback. As you can see, when I when I bucked against a 15 year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now I'm like, you know, Brock, I missed on Brock Purdy too. Apparently, You're like, hey man, Adrian McPherson was in that group. Adrian <laughs> Mc, another guy. I thought hey, no, of the players he was good though. He State, was good. He was good in college, bro. He he, he was good his in college career. until he got kicked out of Florida State. Exactly. He it's it's not like he, he he flamed out based on talent. Like he he just couldn't get right. Like he was he was dominating. He was going leaning towards dominating at Florida State. Leaning towards, but never quite got there. That's going to be it for this week's episode <laughs> of the uh, Underdog NFL Show. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Hordell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week.